0: Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. All right, his smiling face is here with me today, and we're ready to get going, folks. It's spring planting season, so this is the day that you want to start calling early, often, and tell your neighbors. Because whatever you need answered, this guy's going to do it. We've got a lot of time with him and you on the phone lines. He is the organic gardener. That number is 866-391-1020. But we always begin by giving something away from the great folks out in Wexford, Randy and Company at Sorgal's $25 gift certificate, 10th caller, four one two nine two two, ten twenty. 922 Mr. Doug Oster, com. this is your time of year.
1: Yeah, it sure is. Tell your neighbors. <laughs> it's 7 in the morning. Go over and tell your neighbors. you got to call the show. What? <laughs> Who? Well, speaking of Sorgal's, put this on your calendar. The 19th annual Doug Oster Plant Swap and Gardening Hullabaloo is <laughs> June 5th at Sorgles, 11 a.m. Uh, we've been trading plants. I can't believe it's been ni- it's been longer than 19 years, actually. I did the first three at my house. <laughs> did you? Yeah, with just, uh, you know, I started a little garden forum uh, when I worked at the Post-Gazette, uh, the first forum. You know, this was early on. <laughs> and people got on there, and we talked gardening, and we had little plant swaps. so now it's a big deal. Uh, if you look at uh, the picture at DougOster.com, you'll see how what, how crazy it is. That that plant swap goes from about 11 to 1130. I stay there till noon, and we have so much fun. I'm going to be giving away this tomato. I, I give it away every year. It's called Limbaugh Legacy Potato Top Tomato. And the story on the tomato is Fred Limbaugh, who passed away, boy, it's been maybe seven years now, in 2000, he called me when I worked at the Post-Gazette and said, I have the best tasting tomato you've ever tasted. And I was like, oh, boy, I've heard this before. <laughs> but he convinced me to come out to his garden, and he had these beautiful plants. He said, give them a try. And I grew them out, and it was a great, big, ugly, thin-skinned, meaty beefsteak tomato, the kind where you could just take one slice and make a sandwich out of. I always say there's a complicated recipe. Two pieces of bread, (laughs) mayonnaise, put them together, go to heaven. Uh, And so I just, I love the tomato. And at the time, I just told the bosses that I wanted to do this program where I would send out the seeds. Uh, People would grow the tomato out and then send me seeds back so we could keep it going. And they all said the same thing. You can do your seed project, but you'll never get anything back. All people want is something for free. The first year I got 146,000 seeds back. Oh, <laughs> so it's been so much fun. So if you can, if you know if you can't grow from seed now, you can just get the plant, grow it out, and then send me the seeds back. And it's it's just a great project, and a big thanks to Randy Sorgel for hosting us because uh, it's it's crazy, you know. We do that plant swapping; it, it, it's nuts. And so. Uh, I hope you'll come. Put it on your calendar, June 5th. I'll talk about it endlessly. I'm sure you know that. That's (laughs) a a good thing. To promote it. Uh, Go down to um, Washington County and see Joe Ham's Daffodil Gardens. It's free, open to the public. All the information's at dougoster.com. It is the greatest collection of blooming daffodils I've ever seen in my life. It is a magical place. This is daffodil season. Go down there and check them out. I still have some free weird tomato seeds in Doug's Free Seed Shack at Hahn Nursery, which is in Ross. Just an old newspaper box filled with seeds, one of those newspaper boxes where you'd throw a quarter in. And I've got uh, all sorts of crazy stuff in there. I'm not sure what's left, but you've got to find it in the secret compartment. And it's not too secret. It's labeled secret compartment. But where they used to put the coins in, that's where your, your tomato seeds are. And I've got lots of other seeds in the main part. So if you want some free seeds, go to Han Nursery. Don't be a cheapskate, though. They're doing me a favor putting that thing there. Buy some pansies. Buy some seeds. Uh, I'm having so much fun teaching these free virtual organic gardening classes every Thursday. You just sign on with your computer. It's really easy. And we're going all the way through starting seeds. uh, And then we'll finish off with planting our tender crops. It's every Thursday, 5 o'clock. Again, you can find all the information at uh, DougOster.com. This week, we're doing uh, making more plants, talking all about propagation. It's going to be a lot of fun. And today, if you live up north, I'll be at the Butler Home Show, Butler County Home Show, 2 p.m. at the Family Sports Center on Route 68, talking organic gardening. And I've got a special surprise for everybody. I'm looking at you when I say special surprise. You're supposed to say, a special surprise? I was
0: just trying to process it. Um, So a special surprise? Yes,
1: Rob, a special surprise. (laughs) It's going to be some kind of crazy seeds I have for you that you can plant right now. So uh, come on up and see me today. Uh, Butler County Home Show, Family Sports Center, 2 o'clock. And this is close to the last chance to join my trip to London, England. Gonna, I've got two seats left for the Chelsea Flower Show we're going in May, and uh, we're going to see Kew Gardens and Sissonhurst Castle with their famous White Garden, and then headed from there to Amsterdam, which is the coolest city. See this thing called Floriad. It's uh, every 10 years. I can't wait. This has been on my bucket list forever. So just, again, all this information's at DougOster.com, and I posted a bunch of pictures from Phipps Spring Flower Show, and you've got until April seventeenth to see the Spring Flower Show. And I'm telling you, I've seen a lot of spring shows at Phipps. You know, I've seen twenty five spring shows at Phipps, but this one is amazing. And there is a tulip, and I've got a couple pictures of it to lead off um, the 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 photo display. It's a tulip, and it's called Fabio, <laughs> <laughs> and it is a stunning orange tulip with fringe. Uh, fringes on the uh, the the petals. It it is just a beautiful show. If you you know, this has been a really slow start to the season. Uh, it's been very cold and yesterday. Rob, I was standing in a lake fishing as the
0: waiters on. No, oh, just standing on oh, so the okay. side
1: of the lake as being hit in the face with uh, sleet. <laughs> a very slow start to the season and. If you want a, a, a taste of spring, go go to Phipps and, and and check that show out. And when I tell, I, I also recommend when you go to Phipps, that cafe is amazing. But also see the outdoor gardens, even if it's it's cool, uh, because you'll see some of these really early spring ephemerals out there. And a lot of times people they miss those outdoor gardens uh, when they go. They just do the indoor thing, but uh, stunning. Just just Colorful, and I really believe that uh, the associate director of exhibits, Jordan Molino, is is creating uh, ephemeral works of art in in doing those shows. Uh, It's it's really beautiful, and uh, I just loved seeing it. Uh, It's it's just uh, I just feel so good to see all those daffodils and tulips and all sorts of stuff that aren't really blooming in full here. This is the time to to be planting. I'm planting, still planting seeds indoors. I'm still starting tomatoes. I'm starting um, all sorts of flowers. It's not too late if you've got just some kind of light source. You know, nowadays you could find a nice LED light at any of these uh, our, our sponsors, any of our garden centers. That you could just you could set up and starting from seed, it's it's just there's there's nothing like it. You're saving money, you're growing something unique, and you're able to see uh, something go from just that little seed to fruition. There's just a wonderful feeling about that. And don't think that it's too late, you know. And then the same is true for for outdoors, you know. I always talk about starting seeds on uh, my pea seeds on St. Patrick's Day. Well. There's still plenty of time to start your pea seeds. Soak them in water overnight, put them in some good compost. I'm always warning you if the soil's too wet, if you get in there and start digging and it sticks to the shovel, it's too wet. So you just buy a bag of compost, throw it on top, put those seeds in the ground, and you'll be so happy you did. And that's peas and lettuce and beets and Swiss chard, all the cool weather crops. Go to your local nursery. Ask them what you can plant right now. You might find something unusual, unique, and, and cool in in the seed rack. And have some fun and get started. Get started, Rob. All right. <laughs> Does that mean I got to mow? When should
0: I start mowing my grass? I've been thinking about that the last couple the of days. The way this
1: is going, it won't be until June. But... No,
0: no, I got to get out there, man. <laughs> Driving me nuts. All right, 866-391-1020. I want you to Google this right now. All right. Sunflower foundation and what they're doing for ukraine and i want you to talk about that when we come back
1: that sounds good i'm looking at it right now all right listen
0: 866 i saw that earlier today and i thought it would be a good topic for you but the phones are filling up they want to talk to doug we got a couple of lines available so 866-391-1020 back in a moment you know your former partner used to always say that sunflowers jessica wallace are reminded her of a smiling face and every time i see sunflowers i think of jessica and i think of that and i saw this and i said you know what we should talk about this for the good people of Ukraine. And by the way, Volodymyr Zelensky tonight, an exclusive interview on 60 minutes to be seen on KDK television. I will be watching. So Doug, what's this all about?
1: This is really nice. Sunflower of peace. It's to help the people of Ukraine uh, out of Boston. Uh, and boy, they've got a lot of, a uh, lot of ways to help in, uh, you know, uh, first aid packs and medicine, medical instruments, all sorts of stuff. And, this is the real deal. This is they've been covered in Time magazine and nationally. So just search Sunflower of Peace. It's really, uh, really a nice thing. We're, you know, we're all thinking about Ukraine and uh, what an awful situation it is. This, this is a really great organization.
0: All right. Thank you for doing that. Now you're a busy guy on the phone line. So let's get to work. Here's Greg on KDKA for Doug Oster, the organic gardener.
2: Hi, Greg. Good Good morning. Doug, I've got a birch tree that I want to protect from borers. Uh, can you recommend uh, something to use that that wouldn't harm the pollinators?
1: Wow, that's a tough one uh, because it's it's hard to it's hard to protect a plant like that from from borers. Uh, you know what, Greg? Let me let me think about that one. Let me look that up at the break and and figure out what we're going to talk about there because I don't actually no way to protect that uh tree from borers uh it's more so when you see the borer damage that we uh we go after the borer and so there's lots of different ways to deal with that but let me see if there's a preventative and uh, just stay tuned and we'll talk about it after the first break okay thank you very much
0: all right steve up next for doug uh, on kdka hi steve Uh, Good morning, Doug. I've got a question about some variegated uh, uh, lily turf. Uh, I'm wondering if if I overreacted, but, you know, I usually trim it uh, each year and it comes back. This year I trimmed it, and nothing's happened, and everything else in the garden is coming up. This is in uh, Philadelphia. I've got, um, oh, the bulbs are coming up, the trees have leaves on it. It's not like Pittsburgh. Uh, We're warmer down here. But nothing's happened with the lily turf, and normally by this time I have new shoots coming up. Uh, is it possible I could have trimmed it too
3: much? No,
1: no, I wouldn't worry about it. I think it's uh, still a little early for that plant. Uh, you know, I know that you're used to seeing it pop up, but it's been a slow start to the season. There's no killing that plant. Okay. Okay. <laughs> even you, Steve. Even you, Steve, cannot kill that plant. And so, <laughs> so just wait it out. Uh, be patient. You know, and it's funny, Steve, that you bring this up because I've I've heard not just about lily turf, but a lot of other plants. People are just are are telling me like they're they're concerned that they they're not seeing them, and that's not just here in Pittsburgh. That's all over uh, the region and uh, the Mid Atlantic region. And so it's just that cool start to, to the season. You did the right thing in cutting that back. That was just, you know, dead growth. So you did the right thing, Steve. That's an important thing. And in about two weeks, you're going to see beautiful new growth in that plant, I think. All right, we'll send you a photo. All right, Steve. Thanks for your call.
0: Harry Countryman, next week, Arbor Day, Davy Tree, talking trees, how to protect your trees.
1: Yeah, you know, I can't wait. Uh, it, you know, we have so much fun talking to those guys from Davy Tree and learn so much, you know, and uh, talking about Arbor Day. Yeah. Did you ever get those little trees sent to you where you get like 10 little trees and put them in? And That's then...
0: a big day for you, huh?
1: Arbor Day, heck yeah. yeah. Right Earth back. Day, Arbor Day, birthday.
0: <laughs> I'll be having oral surgery on Earth Day, so oh. I'll be thinking about getting out of that dentist chair and getting into the great outdoors. There's no, You know, I was actually a senior in high school the very first Earth Day, and I remember them letting us out.
1: Yeah, 1873.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and I, my classmate, Johnny Appleseed, we uh, spent a little time. He said, I'm going this way, you go that way.
1: At my school, uh, and I don't remember this, but I was in uh, junior high, I think, uh, but I remember we talked about it online. You know how classmates get together. They they marched out with like three faux caskets for like Earth, Water, and I don't know what else. And so that was our first Earth Day over there in Ohio.
0: I might have actually been a sophomore. When is the first? When was the first day?
1: 1970. I would have been so- fifth grade. I was, I was a sophomore. Fifth grade. Yeah. Boy, you were a youngster. <laughs> All right, let's
0: take uh, Dorian in McKeesport on KDK for Doug Oster, dougoster.com, the organic gardener, KDK. Hi, Dorian. Hey, uh,
2: This is a question. I'm going to be, be sculpting a driveway. starts level and goes up a hill, and I need to put some shrubs that look like uh, on either side, you know, to to line up uh, on, on the side of the, the concrete pour. Um, I'm using crown vetch to hold the hillside. Uh, what kind of a shrub should I be buying? To might, might get five or six feet tall, or even even less than that. You know, when they're mature.
1: Do you have deer?
2: No, this is in Northern California. Is we I have thirty-eight acres out in California.
1: Okay, so no deer issues, right?
2: No, 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 no. Not 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 at this time. No.
1: So I'm a little bit out of my wheelhouse for California. But if it was over here. There'd be lots of great choices, you know, boxwoods, anything from the spruce family, uh, anything from the pine family. Uh, for California, though, you, you have many more choices. Do you know what zone you're in as far as a planting zone? They go from like 1 to 10. Over here in the east, we're in zone 5, 6. Parts of California can be zone 5, 6. They can be zone 10. Uh, did you say southern California? The no, Trinity County,
2: up at the border, 38 acres up there, and I'm a sculpt I'm gonna build a, a new house, and I want to put the you know, the road to the house in first, with all done, and build the house at my leisure.
1: So it's all about right plant, right place. So you need to figure out what your uh, exposure is for sun and shade, uh, what the soil is like, you know, well drained, and and for that area. You know, I'm not versed, well-versed enough for California to really choose some things. If it was here in P- Pittsburgh, I would have a thousand uh, different choices for you, but not knowing the climate.
0: But if he needs somebody to go out and work the land, 38 acres in California, we could spend a little time I'll there. fly out there a little later.
1: <laughs> <laughs> hey,
0: Dr. Wong just sent me a message, and it brought back memories. Remember Earth Shoes?
1: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Every once in a while, those sneak their way into a column when I'm I'm writing about something. You know, they went the way of the moon ring and the Earth shoes. Well, let me
0: tell you, when I got a job as a busboy, that was I got the black pants, the white shirt, the bow tie, and the Earth shoes, and they're probably the most comfortable <laughs> shoes I've ever had in my entire
1: life. Oh, they were really super comfortable, but oh, funny looking. They were. Well, so was I at that age. All right. Yeah, but, but the bell bottoms covered them up. So. Oh, and the elephant ear collars and the
0: balloon sleeves, plaid and paisley. I love it. Your puka necklace. Oh yeah, man. Let's uh, take a short break. We'll be right back. Hey, folks, spring is here. The weather is going to warm up this week. So you're going to get out there and get that dirt under your fingernails and grab a handful of Mother Earth and get moving, right? So this is your chance. All of our lines are open. Any questions about the great outdoors, your garden, your lawn, you name it, he can handle it. That's what he does. He is Doug Oster, DougOster.com. So call us at 866-391-1020. And if you're the 10th caller, you're going to get a $25 gift certificate to Janosky's, and that number is 412-922-1020. 412-922-1020. You know, it seems as though we're always talking compost.
1: Oh, definitely. And speaking of compost, when I did some research on preventing birch borers, the main thing to do, and this is why I didn't really, there's no, you know, there's nothing you can apply to the tree, but the thing to increase the tolerance to the borer is by uh, mulching with compost around the outside, by fertilizing, by watering, by by making sh- and making sure that that tree's happy, that's going to it's going to fight off the borer. And so, whenever we talk about mulching a tree, and we've talked about this a hundred times, when uh, the guys from Davey are on volcano, yeah, it's not a volcano, it's a donut. Okay, and the mulch should never touch the bottom of that tree.
0: Why do people still do that? I mean, I mean you've been talking about enough. Somebody's I mean, got.
1: Drove into the studio today. It's that you saw it again. Right across the street from that, whatever that building is over there. <laughs> we we'll are just leave it at that. Yeah, that, that it's just like, it gets worse and worse every year. Is what, what what is it? Curb appeal. Why do they do that? No one knows how it started. It's just somebody started it, and I guess people like the way it looks. But it's a way to kill a tree. Tree can't breathe. Yeah, and it, it sends out all these little feeder roots in there. Then that all dries out, and the feeder roots can't get what it needs. It'll rot the bark. It's just the wrong way to, to 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 do it on a tree. And any scientist, arborist, plant expert will tell you that. But everywhere I go, you know, I forget where I was the other day with my daughter. We were driving. Yeah, we went to a, a reunion for the Costa Rica trip. Right. <laughs> and we're coming out of the clubhouse and these guys are mulching the trees and I'm all upset and she goes, well, why don't you just stop the truck and pull over and tell them? <laughs> There's 10 of them. There's one of me.
2: Yeah. I'm
1: sure they'd love to hear that. Like, uh, pardon me, fellas, but um, <laughs> I, I must point out that your mulching techniques are inappropriate for those trees.
0: And I'd feel more comfortable if you put that shovel down while you're talking to me. <laughs> but, uh, you know, it, it's little things that, yeah, you, you notice. And um, I don't know. Sometimes beauty isn't always in the eye of the beholder. That's And, you know, another thing, too, I was going to talk to Andy and... Mike and Eddie about this yesterday you know mulching when's a good time to actually start doing that and do you have to kind of be careful with that too
1: you know it's right now it's right now get to it early before uh, the rest of everything you're going to have to do gets gets uh, out of control you know the one thing you know you brought up compost if you live in Allegheny County you might be able to find some free compost uh, they've dumped it in uh, my township of Ross. I've seen it in McCandless. They make it out of our leaves, and you just go with five gallon buckets or bags or a truck or whatever you can, and you just hand load it into the truck and it's a free source for for compost. And the thing about it is, you know, it's a good uh, example with the uh, the birch tree with 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 preventing borers by getting that tree to to be happy. And the same is true in everything else we grow, whether it's flowers or or the vegetables, trees, shrubs, perennials. If we're growing those in a way that they're happy, that they're not stressed out, they're going to do so much better uh, against pests and diseases. You know, they, they send out signals when they're struggling, you know, saying to these insects, I've got what you want and it's easier to get. When I'm incorporating that compost into the soil, and you don't have to get the free compost or you don't have to make your own compost. You can buy it by the bag. It's five, six bucks a bag at, at our, our sponsors, uh, maybe more for the real good stuff. Uh, there, there's some great compost out there. You know, there's, you have five or six choices when you go to a good nursery. And, and ask some questions and see what's best, what's best for this. But you incorporate that into the soil, make the plants happy, growing strong, they're going to fight off most pests and diseases. That's just, that's just how it works. And one of the things that we're planting right now, especially for me in containers, are pansies in consort with uh, some cool-looking greens. And so I love pansies for cool weather. This is the time to do it. Lettuce, this is the time to do it. Combining those two things, like there's a bunch of different lettuces out there. When you go to the nursery, you'll see them. Oh, that have variegation and uh, you know purple and striped and all sorts of stuff, and you add that in a container with your your pansies. I was doing a container demonstration yesterday at Bedner's Farm and Greenhouse, and it was so much fun because this is the time uh, for for those cool weather containers. And if you don't have a garden. If you don't have a, a, a space, you can always grow things in a container.
0: All right. To listen, if you want to talk to Doug, you have a gardening question, call us now, 866-391-1020. All right. Lots of calls waiting for Doug. So let's say hello to Lee. You're on KDKA with Doug Oster. Hi, Lee.
4: Hi. I just had a question about how to stabilize the hillside. I had mulch up there for a couple years, but it has all washed down, and now I have rivulets where the water comes down and is actually uncovering roots of a crab apple tree.
1: How steep are we talking there? Can you, uh, uh could you walk probably, up there? Could you walk up there? Could you run a mower up there if you had to?
4: Oh, no, no,
1: Too no steep. mower. All right, well, we need to put something in place there. Do you have deer? Oh, yeah. <laughs> All right, so, you know, some kind of deer-resistant ground cover, a simple one uh, like a pachysandra, a, a, a vinca, a sweet woodruff, a epimediums, anything we can get growing up in there that is tough as nails uh, to hold that soil in place is going to help, and it would hold the mulch in place too. Uh, and so, go ahead.
4: In between any of those, would I be able to plant flowers, or or would it kill out my daylilies
1: too? If you have daylilies and the deer aren't getting them, that was going to be my number one choice to put in there to, to hold that soil in place. But oftentimes the the deer after day lilies are after daylilies like crazy. Mm-hmm. If, if you're able to grow daylilies, I would find road lilies. I would find anything I could daylily-wise, split them up and put them all through there to hold that soil in place. That's going to do a, a, a lot to keep that uh, soil in place for you.
4: You said the Pachysandra, will that stay low?
1: Yes, it's it's a low ground cover, and uh, it grows like crazy, you know. Uh, Ivy would be another thing.
4: Um, Is that going to come down the hill and get into my yard?
1: No, I wouldn't worry about that at all. You know, you want anything you can to get into that spot to hold that soil in place.
0: All right, let's go to uh, Carl. You're next up on KDK with Doug Oster. Hi, Carl.
1: Hey, guys. Uh, I was interested in growing strawberries. Uh, Last year, we put them in the garden, but the rabbits took them over, and I was seeing if you could grow them in a hanging basket. You know, you can grow them in containers. Hanging basket might be a little small. Whenever you're thinking about growing anything in a container, know that you're going to have to water it. And so a hanging basket, you can do strawberries in a hanging basket, but bigger is better uh, because more mass means less watering. But I would think about maybe a bigger container, maybe a a raised container, a little bit off the the ground, either that or or fencing those strawberries so that the rabbit can't get to them. Or there's a stuff called hot pepper wax that you can spray on that we can't taste the hot pepper, but the rabbit can. It'll keep the rabbit off there. But maybe a raised bed, you know, where – you or a big giant container, you could do your strawberries. There's two different types of strawberries. There's um, June bearing, which they put a ton of berries on in June, or there's ever bearing that put on not as many berries, but they keep going all season long. So if you're going to replant, I would do both of those so that you have a longer harvest. And as I said, bigger is better for your container.
0: All right, let's keep it going. Let's say hi to Cindy. You're on KDK. How are things in Irwin today? Cindy, welcome to the program.
3: Hi, good morning. Thanks for my call. Um, Yes, I uh, have three plus more um, azalea bushes, and they're about two foot tall by three foot wide. They grow, they flower, but the leaves are not azalea colors. They're like brown. Um, I fertilize them, but maybe not enough or not with the right product. They're, they look like they almost have bugs on them, you know, like when bugs eat the leaf and it gets brown and colored. It's like a tricolor leaf, but that's not the way they're supposed to be. What can I do to remedy it?
1: Well, first off, my recommendation for azaleas as far as uh, fertilizer is something called Hollytone, and it's very easy yeah. to find. Explain to me, though, a little bit about... What you're seeing on the leaves uh, because they'
3: they're, they're all formed perfectly, but instead of being like a bright, not minty green, but you know I mean a bright, vibrant green, they look like they've almost been around heat as if the sun's been on them
1: okay, forever. Is it, would you kind of characterize it as yellow to whitish looking foliage? Is no, it, no, they're
3: more like green, brown, and
1: so like look canned. up. Uh, when we're done, look up uh, lace bugs, azalea lace bugs, and see what okay. see what comes up. If if it's lace bugs, that's pretty easy to take care of. That's uh, we use something called insecticidal soap, which is safe. Uh, you know, leaf miners are also a problem for azaleas. So l- uh, look up leaf miners and see if one of those two things uh, looks miners. like the right thing. If not, feel free to send me. Uh, uh, an email, and we can. And I'd love to see a picture of this. If you just go to DougOster.com, hit the contact button, and send me a picture, I'd be able to do a better job identifying that. But take a look at those two things and see what you see. All right, just a
0: couple minutes really left, and I know you want to take care of some business, but in particular to remind folks to join you at the Butler County Home Show.
1: Yes, today at 2 o'clock, back at the Butler County Home Show after a two- or three-year hiatus. Really? Well, just COVID, you know, we haven't had a show, so... Uh, it's a big, one of the big shows uh, at the Family Sports uh, Center on Route 68. It's going to be a lot of fun. Go to DougOster.com. I do answer questions after the show. As soon as I get back home in front of my computer, I'll answer any questions. If you didn't get through or if you're too shy to call, uh, I also put a video up, um, what to do if your daffodils are not blooming. Uh, you should look at that because as daffodils get older and that clump gets more crowded, This is the time to take a look and see what the problem is. Uh, Also, I got information there at DougOster.com about my free gardening classes every Thursday at 5 o'clock. We out of time, Rob? I got another minute. What am I going to do for another minute?
0: (laughs) Well, you can always talk to me. (laughs)
1: Um, So let's
0: talk about what people can do, even if it is a little dreary and a little cold. People just want to get out and do something.
1: You know, as we've talked about it before, but get some compost, get some mulch on on the ground, get some seeds started. You know, th- this is the time. You know, if you don't do the inside seeds thing, if that's not your thing, you can do this by just uh, getting like those clam, uh, clam shell containers from the grocery store, drill some holes in the bottom, fill it up with a seed starting mix, put some seeds in there, and just put them out in the garden somewhere, and they'll sprout on their own. You don't need lighting or anything. Remember, organic gardeners, you make our world brighter and safer with each seed you sow and every garden you grow. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four
0: amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only twenty-five dollars a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile, get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for twenty-five bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch